This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Wednesday, January 22nd. Good morning. I'm Jeff Alley. Here's today's headlines. Ranking legislators on food deeds. WOTUS rule seen as eminent and Farm Bureau supports MFP. Legislators are scored on food-related work. A coalition of food and ag groups focused on sustainability and racial equity issued its annual scorecard last week, ranking legislators and the governor on their 2019 policies. In its report, the California Food and Farming Network granted scores of 100% to 49 assembly members and 21 senators. Their analysis tracked 22 bills through the year, most of which were focused on healthy foods rather than agriculture. Governor Newsom was given a C for having vetoed AB 417, a measure proposing a CDFA economist that he later inserted into his budget proposal. The group did recognize as a win Newsom's decision to cancel what it described as the brain-damaging pesticide, chlorpyrifos. The group also recognized assembly members Cecilia Aguar-Curry of Winters and Monique Lemon of Santa Barbara with leadership were recognized for their bills on school, food, rural broadband, and helping farmers adapt to climate change. Sonoma County Wine Growers Pilot Climate Certification Program. Sonoma County Wine Growers has partnered with the nonprofit California Land Stewardship Institute to launch a climate adaptation certification program. Growers will track and refine their practices to reduce greenhouse gas emissions. Sixteen farms and wineries spanning a range of soil types and topographies are already participating. The program also meets state and federal climate and soil health goals. We will be developing and implementing a variety of local solutions based on real data to combat and reduce greenhouse gas emissions, said Wine Growers President Carissa Cruz in announcing the campaign during the recent trade show. Now keep in mind, the county won't have to go far to meet those goals. In September, the Wine Growers announced that 99% of Samoma vineyards are certified sustainable. And on that note... A report this month by Silicon Valley Bank details a polarized wine industry with 25% of the businesses struggling while the same amount deliver record yields. Vice President Rob McMillan, who heads the bank's wine division, pointed to an oversupply issue that is due to missing the mark on consumer expectations. He said to expect the fallowing of vines in every region, but particularly in the Monterey and Paso Robles. Workshops will help farmers comply with air quality regulation. The San Joaquin Valley Air Pollution Control District passed a rule in 2004 to minimize fugitive dust from ag operations. With a menu-based approach to mitigation options, farms and dairies have had to develop and submit plans outlining their conservation management practices. Now, a number of ag groups are working with the district and the USDA Natural Resources Conservation Service to host a series of workshops throughout the valley to educate and assist farmers with the plans. WOTUS rule seen as imminent. Senator Chuck Grassley of Iowa says he expects the EPA to release the new waters of the U.S. rule before the end of the week. The rule was expected to be announced at the Farm Bureau Convention and something that ultimately did not happen. The rule will reduce federal jurisdiction over wetlands and streams compared to the Obama-era version that the administration has already repealed. 
so releasing the new WOTUS, while at the same time Senate impeachment trial is underway, means criticism of the rule will likely be lost in the news from Capitol Hill. Most farm groups, of course, are likely to welcome this new rule. India and U.K. next in line for trade deals. Senator Grassley, who chairs the Senate committee that oversees trade policy, said the next trade agreements are likely to be a somewhat limited deal with India and a more comprehensive deal with the United Kingdom. Grassley said he wouldn't object to delaying a third possible deal with Taiwan to avoid angering China and disrupting the next phase of negotiations with the Chinese. Farm Bureau is supporting MFP in a policy session they did yesterday. American Farm Bureau Federation delegates added support for the continuation of the market facilitation program to their policy book yesterday. That over the objection of some members who said such language ran counter to the organization's trade, not aid, mantra. Now, for more on the actions taken by the AFB delegates and also a look at more details of the U.S.-China trade relationship and how growers are approaching their upcoming ARC PLC decisions, we'll check out this morning's AgriPulse newsletter. Trump negotiates EU trade pact at Davos. President Donald Trump is using his meetings at the Davos World Economic Forum to try to jumpstart negotiations on a trade pact with the European Union. Both he and European Commission President Ursula von der Leyen confirmed they are in talks on what Trump called a big trade deal. Here's today's She Said It. In the coming months, there will be no doubt a lively debate about the specifics of the climate resilience bond. That Ellen Hannock, Water Policy Director for the Public Policy Institute of California, and a blog post summarizing the governor's budget proposal and water resilience portfolio draft. And on that note, one climate bond proposal must pass a critical milestone at the Thursday Senate Appropriations Committee hearing. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Wednesday, January 22nd. It's brought to you by FMC. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Dowling.